When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello again, hockey fans. Are you ready to brave the wild with me, your buddy, Paladino Joey? Episode number 48 of Brave the Wild. It is, well, yeah, I guess it's uh, July 2nd, 2011. We are ready to rock and roll once again. Talk Brave the Wild with Neil, Nate, Doug, Thiesing, and Studio for back-to-back shows. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome back, Neil, Nate, Doug, Thiesing. There's the signature shout-out from Neil, Nate, Doug, Thiesing. We are ready to rock and roll again, but first, Brave the Wild is available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes, and we thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. Do get to those Sports Stuff message boards, the sportsstuff.com forward slash boards. Alrighty, well, it is time to rock and roll and talk about the Minnesota Wild. Well, there a lot of stuff happened. I mean, you had the draft, you have uh, some trades. And, you know, the finalizing of the coaching staff with the Minnesota Wild. We're going to get into all that stuff. We're actually going to talk about the coaching first. And, of course, the draft and trades will merge together. And that uh, should ap- should add up to a pretty interesting and very detailed show. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. Yeah, betcha. So here's the interesting part. Yep, we have our Minnesota Wild Zamboni in front of us right here. The inaugural season Zamboni, the little fun toy back in 2000. That's pretty crazy stuff. Gotta like that. Um, <laughs> well, the Wild finalized their coaching staff, and not a single one of them is 40. They're all younger than 40. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. It's nuts. And the best part is the youngest one is the head coach, Mike Yo, 37. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Darby Hendrickson has been retained through age 38. Darby Hendrickson is back. I like that move a lot right there. Oh, yeah. We love... We love Darby. Darby Hendrickson, like both of them are former players. Darby Hendrickson and Daryl Sador, the final piece to the coaching staff. Daryl Sador, I really liked him as a member of the Dallas Stars. Um, I believe he played with the Rangers as well, unfortunately. But <laughs> I don't think either one of us are big fans of the Rangers for multiple reasons. Hells no. Hells no. Yeah, but uh, no, they're both uh, former players. Both can very easily relate to the young players and the older players. It should be fun. Oh, yeah. It should indeed. 
<laughs> so do you like the youth movement of the do you like the youth movement with the coaching? Oh yeah, I guess they're going yet for the younger uh kind of uh <clears throat> team. Uh so younger guys, younger coaches, uh, it might help out. I think it can. I mean it'll add energy, that's for sure. Yeah. Daryl Sedora getting his first stint as a as a coach and here it is, ready to rock and roll with the wild. How old is that guy? Like fifty? Daryl Sedora? Yeah. <laughs> thirty nine. Damn. Yep. He's 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 the oldest of the three, which is hilarious. The oldest of the three at age thirty nine, so he might as well be fifty. <laughs> there you go. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> oh, classic, classic, classic. I mean I like the yeah, I I like it. It should be fun. You got the defenseman, you got the former forward. And then you got the head guy and Mike Yo. He should be uh, he should be a lot of fun. The young guys love him. Uh, the the players really like Darby Hendrickson. They all related to him. So I think that's a big reason why Mike Yo would retain him from the Todd Richards era. Mm-hmm. James Shepard. James Shepard. James and Darby Hendrickson. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He was baby. He was not babysitting. Well, like what was the word for it? Yeah. Well, these. Stayed at his house and he's watching his kids. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Well, like maybe I guess James Shepard's coming back then. Is he? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so quickly we can just kind of merge into the draft and free agency. I mean, you have anything else to add about the coaching? Uh, no, I don't think so. It sounds like uh, they kind of have, have different personalities and stuff. Uh the coach is like pretty loud, and Darby's a little bit more laid back. So <clears throat> I think uh, you know, and having an in between guy would be good too. I don't really know Sidor very good, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's probably about what he is in betweenish. But go ahead, sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. you know, they need all the different kind of personalities to kind of mix in there and. Uh, yeah, you know, they'll get used to each other. I think. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And it's a, it's a chance to be pretty good. I'm very, uh, I'm very optimistic about the Wild coming into this coming into this season. Um, for the most part, it's like the moves for the most part look really good. Like we get to draft and free agency and all that stuff as we're kind of heading in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, you know, I mean, obviously Chuck Fletcher is human and he's going to make some mistakes and well, we'll uh, have a little conversation about some of those here very shortly. Um, there's about one or two little ones, I guess, in his career. One big one, I guess. Uh, but the approach is pretty much build from within. Build from within, you know, draft. Focus on the draft. For his Doug Risebro. It seemed like, yeah, let's try to get the seventh or eighth seed in the playoffs by signing the, the you know, all these role players. But, mm-hmm. you know, never really try to build a foundation like the Detroits and the Pittsburghs and, and so on. Yeah. Yeah, you need uh, talent. You need, you know, uh, someone to score. Mm-hmm. You need true talent. And one big thing is we could kind of slowly, as we're kind of slowly merging into the draft, basically, is, you know, a guy like Michael Granlin. That's who a lot of people in the Wild organization are extremely excited about. The first round pick last year by Chuck Fletcher, tenth overall, Michael Granlin from uh, from Finland. Another Finn, but a, a damn good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a good one from Finland, <laughs> and there's a very expensive goalie as well. A very expensive goalie indeed, in Nicholas Backstrom, in the Wild. Well. Uh, 
real quick topic. Might as well get into this one right now. Well, the Wild, the one free agent move they made was they signed a guy they've been talking about trading for the last maybe three years. Like, oh, you know, we're going to probably trade him. Yeah. Josh Harding has been signed to another one-year deal. Say what? Yeah, 750K. Josh Harding and Jose, Theod- Jose Theodore, that's actually the right way to say it, even though it looks like Jose Theodore. Um, he's going to the Florida Panthers because the Wild basically said, yeah, we're signing Josh Harding instead. What were they thinking? Yeah, I, that's not my favorite move, is it? Yeah, I don't think so. That's not that's that's not our favorite move, is it? I don't think so, Joe. It's not the worst move ever, but... Pretty bad, Joe. <laughs> It's like he's good, but he's not great. Harding, is, have yeah. you really ever seen much from him that makes you excited? Mm, eh, he has his games, but he has, mm-hmm. has games that he just no, he stinks. <laughs> he's like a sieve at times. Yeah. Unfortunately, it seemed like Lemire and Richards would constantly put put him in the a very unfavorable position mm-hmm. by making him the starting goalie. Yeah, like yeah, he hasn't started for like eight games or something. Oh, but it's in Detroit, so let's just throw Harding in there. It's like, yeah. gee, thanks. <laughs> That's a nice way to go. Yeah. It seems like they just kind of throw them in there uh, whenever. Uh, throw them to the wolves. Yeah. Yeah, they throw them to the wolves. It's just a completely tough one right there. It's a tough go. Mm-hmm. And it certainly doesn't help a young guy's confidence, that's for sure. Like, I, used, I remember watching him, and he always, uh, like, he did really good, but then the team doesn't back him up and doesn't score at all, so... That's the nail in the head right there. That's the nail in the head. He'll get like 35, 40 saves, and he'll lose one nothing. Mm. You know, it's like, ah, or 2 to nothing in Detroit. Yeah. He'll get peppered all night. He'll do the best he can. And then, oh, sorry, we didn't score on the other end. We just kind of, like, let you just rot there. <laughs> yeah. Taking shots from Zetterberg and all those boys from Detroit. You know, Nikki Lidstrom still at age 90. Okay, 40, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Still playing. Yep, defenseman. Hmm, defenseman. Yeah, that's a, that's a topic we're going to get to pretty soon. Yes, it is. Defense. Defense. <laughs> or at least offensive defenseman, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else you want to say about Harding real quick before we slide into some more acquisitions and lack thereof? Um, I don't think so, uh... I don't know if there's really a need for him here, because uh, we have Backstrom, and, yeah, like you said, he's going to throw him to the Wolves. And, Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously you have to have a decent backup in this league if you're going to hope mm. to be a decent team, but still. Yeah, it's hard to replace a guy like Theodore. He's really good. I think he was wonderful, and he was reasonable, um, but off to the Panthers he goes, I guess. Yeah, sucks. Yes, it does. That was a nice combination. It could have, it could have helped the Wild make the playoffs last year if they didn't hit that swan dive in March, killed him, mm-hmm. killed him, and got Richards fired. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but because uh, I know Todd Richards is from Minnesota, and we like to take care of our own and everything, but uh, it was a justifiable firing. I hate saying it, but it was because mm-hmm. the way that team collapses, like you know, unprofessional, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's not acceptable. So as we close on the Josh Harding commentary, well, 
Before we get to a the very big trade with uh, Brent Burns, yes, Brent Burns has been traded, of course. I'll, all of you know it, and it's our turn to talk about it here on Brave the Wild. But first, gosh, I'm going to say this straight out. My favorite Minnesota Wild player of all time, Andrew Brunette, leaves again. This time is to go to the Chicago Blackhawks. Just, it's just a one-year ditty, but yeah, he's going to be 38 going into next year. Yeah, gonna uh, miss him. <laughs> eh, yeah, I guess. Oh, not too much. Yeah, he was Look good, but uh, <laughs> he didn't do that great last year. But yeah, he's getting to the point where he might be like Brett Favre and <laughs> mess up. <laughs> he's gonna turn the puck over late in the conference finals, right? No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's going to turn the puck over and it's going to lead to a two-on-one two on one and then a goal, right? He's going to be too many men on the field. Too many men on the ice. On the ice. <laughs> yep, no, <I'm> <laughs> that's a nice thought right there. <laughs> that's about it, though. Uh, like, forgive us, guys, forgive us. We're just having fun here. But, um, no, you know, and I'm going to miss him. Um, I'm going to miss him, but at the same time, yeah, it's like he doesn't fit the current plan. No, they're going way, way, way young. I mean... Shoot, he, he's as old as the coaches, so yeah. kind of awkward, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. John Madden's also on his way out, uh, unfortunately, but understandably. You know, he was about 37. Uh, he's getting replaced by, uh, well, this is kind of a Doug Risebrow type move in my eyes. <sighs> he's getting replaced by Poe. Um, I just... Poe Poe. Poe, excuse me, Poe. <laughs> Philadelphia, I'm just a little bit... I don't know. I'm not going to say a myth, but I'm not, like, thrilled about it either. A third rounder in 2013, he's just a checking line type of uh, center who has yet to eclipse the 20-point mark in his, in his in a season. I just, hmm. I can't say I'm all too excited. I, 2013 third-round pick, you know, that's a Doug Risborough type move as far as I'm concerned. Um I hope the audio isn't cracking right now because I don't know what the memory situation is on this computer. It's kind of iffy. So bear with me. I apologize if there is a problem. Yep, Daryl Pope, they had a, they tendered a qualifying offer to him as well. He's sucks. He's already like 27. Yeah, 17 points last year in 81 games. That's a career high, folks. That's a career high. He's, yep, 17 points, 15 points, 11 points in the previous three years. Yeah, he's he's a checker. You know, he's averages on nearly 200 hits a season, so that's good. But yeah, got to be uh, more uh, multi-dimensional than just you know just hitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, dang it. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's gonna be like a bruiser, like Bugard or anything, but mm. he kind of like guys more like Cal Clutterbook than. You know, that can do a lot of different things. This has, like, the sense and knack for... For a little bit of scoring, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Poe, it's like he'll probably fit alongside uh, Clutterbuck. He's actually not the biggest guy in the world, 5'11", 220. Um, An undrafted player as well during his career. He was never actually drafted. Uh, He's okay. You know, it's like... He's a he's a checker, and that's about it. Is he really worth a third round pick? I'm not sure. I guess Kyle Flutterbuck was a third round pick as well, but still, it's yeah, like you said, more productive. Mm-hmm. This guy seems more like a fourth or fifth rounder type. Yeah, you know, like um, they're stretching or something. 
I think they were a little bit. Third-round picks are kind of important. Uh, the Wild declined to make a qualifying offer to Patrick O'Sullivan, and he's on his way out again, unfortunately. I, huh. I don't like that move. Uh. I don't like it. Like, you want to keep all these... Yeah, they made a extended a qualifying offer. There we go. Separate, yet you don't give one to Patrick O'Sullivan? What the hell? <laughs> what, what the hell? And he's not the greatest player ever. He's just not. But at the same time... He's not that bad. This is bullshit, man. <laughs> it kind of seems like it. Um, yeah, O'Sullivan, not the most productive guy ever, but is the is the crybaby. Let's just call him that. James Shepard, a productive player. No. Huh. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> no, not not at all. And I, I don't know. It's like I guess they picked one over the other there. Well, Solomon's a little more professional, I think, than James Shepard, and both of them are kind of similar in terms of, like, they're mostly here to hopefully provide a scoring punch at some point in their career. That was initially what they were drafted for. But here we are, just waiting, finding out what happens here. I don't know. I don't like the... I'm not too excited about the pro move. Like I said, it's like Riseboro. You're throwing away draft picks again for role players. Mm-hmm. You know? You don't win the cup doing that, but then again... At least their their drafting is a lot better than the Riseboro era from all indications to this point. Yeah, we hope. We hope. We very, very much. That's that's hope. always <laughs> a problem with getting people so young. You know, you just never know if they're going to really pan out or not. No, you never really do know if they're going to pan out. I mean, heck, you know, it, it's funny. The fourth overall picks like AJ Thelen and uh, Ben Wapulia. Mm-hmm. Wild have had the fourth round, fourth overall pick twice now, and both of them flopped. <laughs> like, both of them are out of the league. Thielen never came close. The, he didn't even come close to suiting up in the NHL. That's how bad he was. Wow. He was so, he wasn't even close to suiting up. In fact, the Wild, in, you know, brought him back as a training camp invitee. Think about that. You go from a fourth overall pick to a training camp invitee. Yeah, that's not good. That's like an undrafted, like, I pray to God I can make the minor league type of, you know, mm-hmm. position. And he was cut in the first the first, uh, the first day, pretty much. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it happens, unfortunately. And, yeah, I think Doug Reisbro was a little bit a part of that. But then again, there's a billion experts that say, hey, this guy's the fourth best player on the board, so that's the guy to take, and... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. <laughs> didn't yeah, come close. Not at all. No, it didn't come close. So now for the perfect segue. Third overall pick for the Chicago Blackhawks by the name of Cam Barker mm-hmm. <laughs> was traded was traded to the Wild. Gosh, only like a year and a half ago for Nick Letty. Uh, Kim Johnson was just an expiring contract, so we don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't the Wild weren't going to retain him anyway, so that's not a loss. Yeah. But Nick Letty is a loss. Mm. Ouch. Yeah, he definitely is. That's a that's a loss. It's just weird how they we had so much. There was so much hype about him, and then they just. Like gave up on him or something, or they just they like got, they got so infatuated with Cam Barker. From what it sounds like, yeah. they're just like Cam Barker. Oh man, you don't pass up on a chance to get a guy like this. Yeah, a guy that scored five points in fifty-two games and was scratched like a trillion times this year, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is—he was waived. That's how bad it got. He was waived, and That's now horrible. Yeah, completely ineffective. His defense was soft, and his offensive game was irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
he is uh, signed with the Edmonton Oilers. What? <laughs> yep. He is. Someone actually signed his ass? Yeah, right away in free first day of free agency. That's funny. Huh. He is going to the Edmonton Oilers, and they're so... The Edmonton Oilers are so good, he fits right in. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're uh, one of the few teams the Wild could just easily pound on last year. I mean, you want a well-oiled machine... With the you know with the wild you want to oil the uh, you know oil this machine make it more well oiled well who else do you play mm. a team called the Oilers so there you go and the Oilers were, were horrendous last year in the wild They're the doormat <laughs> of the NHL they're definitely at least yeah 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 they are they got the number one pick with that Hopkins guy um, mm-hmm. the Hopkins guy yeah. yeah not from Hopkins but yeah. sounds, sounds like it right <laughs> no. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how that turns out. Edmonton Oilers are a little classic 80s team, but ever since then, yeah, not, you know, kind of a doormat, except the Craig McTavish year, they were pretty good. Yeah. That was the Wilds' potential yep. coach for, like, the longest time until he just basically pulled the rug out under him and said, no, we're hiring Mike Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Winnipeg Jets, yes, they are the Winnipeg Jets, by the way. We're still waiting on what their logo is going to look like. We hope it. We're sure it's probably going to be fairly similar to the past, but mm-hmm. they uh, passed in Craig McTavish as well. Just thought I'd throw that in there since you're talking about Edmonton. Yeah. Um, well, that's the end of that. Uh, okay, we got to bring this up. How excited are you that Yarma Yager is back in the NHL? It's like, damn, where'd <laughs> he come from? <laughs> I thought he was already in his wheelchair. Yeah, is he fifty or? Is he 48? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's got to be pretty close, huh? And the Penguins were going to offer to him, and then they actually declined, or they, uh, what's the word, they retracted their offer to him. Like, it would have been kind of cool to see him on the on the Penguins again, just for, you know, yeah. nostalgic purposes. Yep. Definitely a lot of history with him. Yeah, lots of history. He was the Scotty Pippen to Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen to, Lem- to Lemieux's Jordan, you know, or the Messier to Gretzky's, or, you know, yeah. The Lemuse Gretzky, yeah. He was the other the other star on that team. Or, yeah, like right, you know, with the current day Crosby and Malkin, you know. Yeah. Kind of similar in that sense. Uh, he's going to the Philadelphia Flyers. Hmm. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Talented team. Yeah. Well, didn't they get rid of a bunch of talent? Yeah, they did. They made some strange moves, didn't they? Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They got rid of uh, some of their talent that they had. Uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly who they were, but that's just because I'm not really a Flyers fan. <laughs> yeah, we don't really. Yep, I mean, it's like one of those deals. It's like we're mostly here to talk about the Wild mm. and per se, but yeah, no, the Flyers made some weird moves. Um, they did make that miracle playoff run a few years ago when they won a shootout. <laughs> they won a shootout just to make the playoffs. And they were like, went all the way to the Cup Finals, and then finally ran into a wall called the Blackhawks. Yeah, that's why that's why Brunette's there, hoping that he can get one, get a ring here at the end. Good luck. Hmm. Good luck. Good luck. Yep. So yeah, they're probably not the favorites to win anymore. I'm sure. No. Talented, very talented team, but mm-hmm. hmm, I don't know. It's going to be hard to compete with the. A lot of I, I kind of have a feeling the Sharks or the yeah it's going to be Sharks and Canucks again I think next year one uh, and two I'm thinking Capitals mm. maybe mm-hmm. 
On on the east side, yeah, 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 yeah. on the east side. Yep, Capitals, will they finally break through, finally? Yeah. Tampa Bay. Huh. Don't forget about Tampa Bay. Yeah, <laughs> and the championship Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. No, I think, <laughs> I think the odds of them re... re uh, I think the odds of the Boston Bruins repeating are like one in a billion. Yeah. They're good. They're very, very, very good, but they never make playoff runs until this year. They, mm-hmm. they always fail. So they got through once. To see them do it again, it would be amazing. Yeah. It would be pretty crazy. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> it is crazy. So it's like we're still kind of bouncing around. We're bouncing around a little bit, but it's like, bear with us. We're just, you know, we're having a hockey conversation, and why not, right? Yeah, yeah. It's healthy. It's very healthy. So, yes, we've covered Barker. We've covered uh, Brunette. We've even covered Yarmer Yager. We're happy for him. He'll probably score about 17 points this year and play about 23 games. But He'll probably break his legs <laughs> the first play. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gonna stay healthy. The guy's the guy's a wuss. Yeah, he really is. You know, he's yeah. worse than Lindros. We still look good playing. Mm-hmm, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, might sell a few jerseys. That's about all you can think about with uh, with him at this point. Some tickets. Mm-hmm. That is very very true. Very very true, Davey. <laughs> um. So now we we've, we've already covered uh, Josh Harding as well. Well, here it is, the biggest the biggest deal of the whole draft, and it involved the Wild. Yay. A 46-point scoring defenseman named Brent Burns. Very talented, very inconsistent, and unfortunately concussed twice in his career at a young age of 26. Yep. He's a San Jose Shark, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, he is. He is a San Jose Shark, the wow. Wild. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's crazy. And you know what's the best part about all that? You know what's the best part? What's that? The owner Craig Leopold was on the K- was on the fan KFAN whatever the new home affiliate for the Wild on, on the radio, the new flagship station for the Wild. Uh, Craig Leopold, the owner, of course, was like, "Oh, we're not trading Brent Burns. We're just not." Mm-hmm. I mean, well, okay, maybe he's maybe there's maybe he's on a call for him right now. I don't know, but as of right now, we're not trading Brent Burns. So then, oh, of course they traded him. <laughs> they traded him. Yes, they did. Uh, the Wild acquired Devin Setaguchi. You gotta like that name. Seemed like mm-hmm. how Burns was talking. It seemed like uh, he was thinking they were gonna trade him, anyways. Yes, they yeah. are. He kind of he it sounded like it, didn't it? Yeah. He was kind of removed from the whole thing. Uh huh. The Wilds. Uh, it's like if it happens, it happens. But if you know not, then I'll be fine with it here. But. Mm-hmm. Still kind of thought. Yeah, it's like I'm sure he wanted to be here, but he was kind of like, yeah, there's a pretty good chance I'll get traded. Mm-hmm. The Wild got a nice. I think it's a they have a they have a lot coming back potentially, potentially. Now, Setaguchi, when I heard, I can't remember who it was. It's somebody with the Wild who said we're getting one of the best scores in the league. It's like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> huh. He's a second or third liner to me. And, uh, of course, they are going to put him on the first line by all indications. But statistically, he's not a, he's not a top-line guy. He's just not. Um, yeah, he had a 30-goal season yeah, two, like three years ago. That's great. Yeah. He's 24, and there's a chance to keep getting better and all that stuff. Former eighth overall pick by the Sharks in 05. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the last two years, really mediocre, like anti-Mietnan level. Yeah, he seems like a, like someone who's like second or third line. Yeah. Like, uh, one of those uh, shark players, like, he's just, um, they do good, like, they get to the playoffs, but then they just, like, easily lose in the first round. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're the Washington Capitals of the Western Conference, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they're they all are. Uber talented, and I like to use that word lately. But yeah, they're uber talented. Yet they just they can't get over the hump. This year they got as close as they've ever gotten to the Stanley Cup Finals, mm-hmm. and they lost <laughs> yeah. to the Vancouver Canucks, who almost <laughs> almost got it. And I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Um, but Canada the, sucks. Whoa! Look at <laughs> you! Look at that! Winnipeg rocks, though. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm glad that they're moving teams back to Canada. There's a possibility of the uh, Coyotes going to Quebec to re, re uh, revive the Nordiques. I actually would like that. Would you? Hell no. <laughs> you would. You would likely see the Quebec Nordiques back. That would be kind of cool. No, you don't think so? They should blow up the stadium. <laughs> Oh boy, this guy, this guy, look at you. They should blow up the stadium. <laughs> they probably already did. They have to rebuild it again, huh? Those sons of guns over in Winnipeg. No, they're not kidding. No, Winnipeg, they have their little 15,000 seat deal, but if it works, it works. I don't even think they need a stadium, huh? They just play outside. Winnipeg Jets, yeah. <laughs> Hey, they could play at the they could play at the airport. Okay, sorry, yeah. that was a really bad one. <laughs> they could play at the airport because they're the Jets. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> the good news is though about Devin Sedaguchi, he's just part of the trade. He's not the whole thing. Three pieces coming back to the wild, potentially a great trade if this works out. Like if Sedaguchi can be a twenty-five to thirty goal guy, hey, there you go. He's another Latin dress. Mm-hmm. That would be great, actually. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, not a franchise player, but, but, a, but a piece, a, a goal scorer. Whatever happened to that dude? Hmm? Uh, <laughs> he had, like, a million surgeries. <laughs> yeah. Like, hip, was it uh, hip and, and abdomen, I believe? Yeah. He had a lot going on. Um, yeah. That cost was, him the whole year. Uh, was, I wonder if that's a bust now. Is he going to come back? Is he going to heal or... What's the deal with that? Well, they're they're hoping so. Uh, another like a message Chuck Fletcher sent out was, "Hey, you need to come. There is no excuse for players to not come into camp healthy because that's what happened to Latron Dress last year. He just wasn't in the proper shape to play NHL hockey, and he <laughs> played six games last year for us. So I guess if there is no like <laughs> eight fit, games fishbowl mm-hmm. looking at him that he just. He's a slouch. <laughs> I guess. At least last year he was, and that was that's pretty frustrating. Yeah. That really is. I mean... Like, there was so much high expectations. When he was hot, you know, when he was on fire, it was like nothing else, but... It was awesome. Yeah. He was on like a 40-goal-a-season pace for about two months. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to be playing that that high, you know, of uh, uh, just that at that pace. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, the good news, though, yep, for the Wild, yep, Setaguchi, Charlie Coyle, regarded as the top uh, prospect in the uh, San Jose Sharks farm system. So that's, that is very encouraging right there. That is very encouraging. He was, uh, it was a free, was last year's first-round pick for the Sharks. They look at him as a very high, uh, very high prospect. His numbers in juniors are phenomenal. 
you know, like 90 points, like 40 goals and all that stuff. But, you know, then again, juniors, anybody can tear it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Bouchard's numbers are just phenomenal in juniors. And he is a point he is a point producer, but not, not at that level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, but all indications are this guy has a you know, chance to be the star of this whole trade. Mm-hmm. And the other good part is 28th overall pick also coming to the wild, which ended up being... Zach Phillips, who also you know is a is a point producer, he's a center, has a chance to be pretty good in the NHL. Like his numbers were really were really good. So the Zach Phillips and of course Charlie Coyle actually more likely to be looked on as bigger prospects than Devin Setaguchi. Actually, just the, the difference is Setaguchi's already in the pros and the others aren't. Mm-hmm. So there you go. We'll see what happens. I mean, Setaguchi, we hope he can be closer to a lot of dress than a Mietnam. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Those last two years of the Sharks, very Mietnam-like. <laughs> Unfortunately. With the 10th overall pick in the 2011 NHL draft, the Minnesota Wild wind up with defenseman Jonas Brodeen. Now, he's a very skinny guy, unfortunately, at about 6'3". He's like one one seven. No, one. he's at like 165. So he's got a long, yeah, he's got a long way to go. Some people think it could take about four years to come to the NHL. Um, he needs to eat more uh, Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, no, he needs, to, yeah, he needs to eat a lot of those milkshakes, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, he only had four points in about 40 games, I believe it was, with the juniors. So he's, he's a stay-at-home defenseman. All of, you know, that's what they, that's what they've been saying pretty much the whole time. He's a stay-at-home defenseman. Uh, Maybe the future anchor for the Wild, I guess. I mean, the numbers don't indicate he's a prolific scorer, that's for sure, of any type. So mm-hmm. he better be a hell of a stay-at-home defenseman. Yeah. A lot of people, though, inside the organization and outside the organization sound pretty optimistic about it, though. Mm. Yeah, mm. It seems like uh, he might be good. Seems like a decent pick, I guess. I mean, I guess that's why we traded Brent Burns, huh? I guess so, because Jonas Brodeen is the savior. Yeah. <laughs> according to the Wild. According to the Wild, indeed. Yeah. I mean, it should be should be fun to see how it works out. It's about pretty much all we could say about him at this point. Uh, the videos look decent, but, you know, videos look decent for some guys, and then they don't work out. So we'll just, we'll just hope for the best here. I like Chuck Fletcher's... Uh, Ability to draft just a, just a little bit more than Doug Risebrows. That's that's mostly where I have faith in this whole deal at this point. Mm-hmm. So real quick, the second round. Well, the Wild didn't have a second round pick, uh, and there's a guy named Mario Lucia, yep. who the Wild coveted. There you go. He's the son of Don Lucia of the Gophers, the head coach of the Gophers. Won two national championships with them. He had a son named Tony Lucia, who was very solid, a captain, but not a star, mm-hmm. with the Gophers. Yep. Efficient player, though, and all that stuff. But the younger brother, Mario Lucia, looked on a little bit higher than Tony. Yeah. And then the Wild, uh, <laughs> and the Wild did something very cool. And also very unexpected. Very cool and very unexpected. The Wild trade... The third round pick and the fourth round pick to the Vancouver Canucks of all teams. The Canucks. Yeah, to get the second round pick from Vancouver 
which is officially the number 60th pick in the draft, Mario Lucia. Mario Lucia is coming to the wild. Or at least, to, well, to the system. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope he doesn't get traded just like Nick Letty. <clears throat> go Gophers, let's win this game. Yeah, go Gophers. Well, maybe. Lucia <laughs> has not committed to a college yet. A lot of people are thinking he won't be committing to the Gophers, though, unfortunately, which is frustrating, actually. That'd be nice. That'd be great if he went there. But, um, hey, it is what it is. He shoots, he scores! That's that's what we hope he does. Mario Lucia, we hope he shoots, he scores, and the Wild have something cooking long-term with Mario Lucia. I like it. It's me, a Mario! <laughs> it's Mario. It's Mario, Super Mario Lucia. Luigi is, uh, well, not available in this draft. <laughs> maybe, maybe next year Luigi will pop up. Come on, mate. Uh, it should be fun. Well, and speaking of Tony Lucia and speaking of the Sharks, it's funny to see that he's actually in the Sharks system. He was taken sixth in the sixth round by the Sharks, so he's in there. he's in there. Yes, he's in the underground level in Mario and Mario Brothers or Lucia Brothers, we'll call them. Tony Lucia, yep, well, he's trying to make it to the NHL. We'll see what happens there. But Mario, regarded as the highest prospect in that family, should be fun. It's it's fun to see a player like that, Minnesota ties. Hopefully going to actually play on the wild this time, where Nick Letty did not. Yeah. That was a bummer. They'd trade him for uh, crappy pickers. Cam Barker, yeah, I'm creating him for Cam Barker, yeah, but yeah, let's hope we don't, Wild don't do that again, yeah. Yeah. Let's hope they don't do something like that again. Mm-hmm. So in the NHL, anything crazy like that can happen. Yeah. Happens all too often, doesn't Especially it? when they're that young, you know, they might, you might not perform like they're hoping he does, and, you know, you just never know. And they, then they get impatient and trade him right away. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Chuck Kobasu. It's one of the final topics we can, you know, he's on his way out most likely. Well, he's going to get replaced by Setaguchi, really, you know. 20-goal scorer, 20-goal scorer. You know, they looked at Kobosu as that kind of guy. He was not that guy. He was way too injury-prone and unproductive. So, basically, Setaguchi, at minimum, is an upgrade for in, in Kobosu. So, that's not too bad in that sense. Mm. Defenseman, well, hmm. We'll see. I mean, you you lose Brent Burns, you lose a lot, I think. Uh, Cam Barker, you lose absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so who's going to be the number one defenseman for the Wild next year? Man. Yeah, Brent Burns, he's like our quarterback. He was the power play guy. He really was. 46 points. Yeah. It's uh, long term, i got to think it's going to be Marco Scandella. He's looked on as he was the top defenseman on the Canadian team. Oh, yeah. Canadian uh, junior, was it junior, uh, I can't remember exactly what they call it, but I remember he was the number one guy on that team. And that Tyler Kuma was like third or fourth. He's a, a wild prospect who can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. First round pick in 07. Yeah. Can't stay healthy. Like, you know that, yeah, you know of him, yep. He uh, tore his ACL last spring or March or so. And he's still recovering at this point in time. We hope he'll be healthy enough for for the training camp for the Wild come September. And yes, there will be training camp in the NHL. I know everybody else is locked out. <laughs> yeah, but at least there'll be training camp in hockey. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, 
There's something to look forward to. Yes, thank God. Thank God there's NHL free agency because there ain't NFL free agency or NBA free agency to watch. Oh, well, we don't need to see losing anyways. Yeah, <laughs> the Vikings and the Wolves don't look so great. Of course, Purple Mafia and Timberwolves Explosion are also available on com and on iTunes. We appreciate you to check those out. It would be very nice. You better watch or else we'll get you. You better listen. Yes, you're better. But no, long-term, Margo Scandella to me, I see him as the best defenseman eventually. Nick Schultz, the most steady. He's been there. He's, shucks, he's been there since, uh, or yeah, he's, he was in the original wild draft. Isn't that crazy? Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Still here. Nick Schultz has been here ever since. Well, ever since the second year, the second year of wild or whatever. The first year he was in the juniors still, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to be fun to see. It is going to be fun to see. Um, doesn't look like the Wild are going to be too aggressive in the free agent market, though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like they're going for young players, and if free agency has older players, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly. Mostly it's older guys, like their late 20s, 30s, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even much older. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. Setaguchi's a nice. He's a nice addition. Let's just hope it works out. And of course, those those prospects could end up becoming something very special. If if they work out, we're in business. You know, that'd be great. The Granlins, the Zach Phillips, Charlie Coyle, all those guys. That'd be it'd be terrific. Mm-hmm. Tyler Kuma, yeah. Colton Gillies. Colton Gillies is coming up this year. He'll probably be on the NHL roster, most likely. Mm-hmm. The Gilly Man. The Gilly Man. Yep. Gilligan, yep, Gilly's Isle. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Josh Harding will be back, of course, as we know. Matt Cullen will be back. It's, hmm. Is it a playoff team? Hard to say. Yeah. Probably not, but you, you never know. It's in a few years. You might be seeing uh, some more chemistry. Uh, hmm, yes. And stuff, so. That's the key, yep, yeah, because a lot of those guys, hopefully we can get them to Houston soon enough, and then they play together, and um, who knows? It could, yeah. be, it could be good. It could be very good. See if they can win another championship. The Houston Arrows, that'd be nice. Yep, they came close this past year, lost in the seven games, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That was a bummer. Yep, Mike Yo, his first year with the Houston Arrows. I hope I didn't call them that, yeah, the Oilers. Huh. Houston, Houston Arrows. Right there for the whole thing, but just could not bring it home. Yeah. Oh, well. Right, the Calder Cup. We made it that far, though. Mm-hmm. Let's get the Stanley Cup instead, huh? I even, yeah, mm-hmm. I even think that cup matters. Yeah. To, to them, I guess, but not to, yeah, not to us up here in Minnesota right now. Yeah. Kyle, Gra- Kyle Braziak. I love him. Braziak. Kyle Braziak, I just love him. I'm, you know, I hope the Wild keep him as long as possible. Still pretty young too, only twenty seven. The guy's a face off freak and he's actually an offensive he's he's productive offensively too. Wonderful third line center in my humble opinion. Even if he's fourth line, it's you know, hey, that'd be he'd be an amazing fourth line center. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, you like Braziak? Yeah, he's not bad. Not bad at all, in my opinion. No. <laughs> yeah. No, Joey sucks. No. <laughs> No, definitely not. It's it's going to be fun to see how this team progresses this year. I mean, that's going to be the key, to see how these young guys progress. The the Jared Spurgeons, a lot of people are excited about him. Clayton Stoner, 
if he can stay healthy, if he finally moves up, that'd be great. Of course, uh, Scandella, uh, above all of these, these young guys, I think Scandella is one of the most exciting ones to watch, I think. That's a guy I'm going to be watching big time. Mm-hmm. Because if you're number one on the Canadian, there's a junior team, they, you know, you're doing something right. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And he was actually fairly productive in limited time. But he got to play. Spurgeon was extremely productive for somebody his his age and his size. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. I like the Edmonton, Alberta native here at Spurgeon very, very much. Oh, and next year, hopefully Michael Granlin. Huh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? The way they're talking about him, there, there's your Gabrick. Yeah, well, we basically. can only hope. Basically, yeah, we can only hope. We can only hope to God that that'll happen. Yes, sir. And anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I don't think so. Hmm? Pretty much run run out of topics at this point. Yeah, yeah we're pretty much gonna an energy. Yeah, <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah, it's it's late at night, guys. We're burning the midnight oil, and yeah, yeah we apologize. You yeah, know, it's, it's just, been like really hot. It's been crazy outside. It has been hellish the past couple days here in Minnesota. You guys have. Hopefully, yeah, this show gets up soon enough. Yeah, Thursday and Friday. Of course, today was Friday. It's now officially Saturday, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was Friday. Temperature got to 102. Yeah, this is Minnesota, folks, by the way. And the dew point was at 74 at the highest, but it was 68 at the time, and it was 102. That's uh, uh, that's that, Cuba level, man. It's uh, like Cuba. Okay, go ahead. And it's been, like, the first week that we've had this, too. Oh, Atrocious, isn't it? Yeah. It was like 55 degrees at one point last week, freezing cold, so then it's 102 in a couple of days. That's, what the bleep, man. Yeah. Sign of the times, folks. Sign of the times. Yep. El Nino. El Nino, La Nina, <laughs> and of course, the apocalypse also. Yep. It's, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Honest. I have no idea. 2012. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> The Wild Stanley Cup. Win the Stanley Cup before before it's over, please. <laughs> yeah. ah, come on, go get that cup, and uh, let's, let's, let's celebrate and say praise the Lord. Indeed, that would be terrific. So with that, uh, we'd like to give you the contact details. Brave um, the Wild, again mentioned, sportsstuff.com, and on iTunes there is a Twitter account, Brave uh, twitter.com forward slash Brave the Wild, twitter.com forward slash Brave the Wild. Do give that a follow. Uh, don't forget the message boards, though. More importantly, I should have said this first, and I apologize, Dylan, if you're listening. Um, there are message boards on the sportsstuff.com. Sportsstuff.com forward slash boards. The sportsstuff.com forward slash boards. Otherwise, on the homepage, there's a button that says TSS boards in the upper right-hand corner. Simply click on that, then click register, and there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll have... You will, have, you know, just have the opportunity to create your own screen name. Of course, make it something that makes some sense and it isn't just a bunch of jumbled foolishness because it'll be deleted due to spam risk. We just don't want spam on the website. It's annoying. Just like any other website, it'll annoy the hell out of you. So, uh, hey, call into the, vo- the call-in lines, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling it for Brave the Wild and talk to us. Yep, we'll be listening. We'll be listening, and even if it's about the weather, 
We'll still listen. Yeah, yeah. Because here in Minnesota, folks, the weather is a topic. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's and you know what out there, for those of you out there that want to assume Minnesota is just a very cold state, if you didn't listen to what we just said, well, <laughs> if you heard what we just said, yeah, no, it's not just it's not just igloos, penguins, and uh, Eskimos here in Minnesota. No, hmm. it can get pretty bleeping hot, and you know, up here. Yeah, you betcha. Yes, you betcha. <laughs> yes, you betcha. <laughs> yeah, sure, you betcha. You can get. It's not just snowmobiles and igloos here, folks. Yeah, that's only for four months of the year. <laughs> okay, it's probably more like three, but still, it can get hellishly hot here. Yeah. <sighs> yes, sir. You never know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get. It's a it's a box of, it's a box of chocolates. Huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> so with that, we thank you for listening. And uh, do take care. We will be back soon. Hopefully the Wild have some more entertaining news in the free agent market, though we don't expect all too much. They talked mostly about next year being the year with the stronger free agents, but we've heard that a billion times, and we see the same thing over and over. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) even with a much more generous owner than the previous one. Okay, with that, we're going to bid adieu. Do take care, everybody.